Well, we talked the other day about, uh, you know, looking for something that you can build on with your team. We've been talking about that for a while. How much are you hoping that that game against Detroit, and even more specifically, the second period of that game against Detroit is a building block that your team can start to use now? Well, we, I, I thought we had some flow to our offense. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we improved at was uh, getting out of our end zone quicker. And uh, one, one, the initial one-on-one battle uh, didn't give them a lot of chances as far as uh, turning pucks over an end zone, give them a second whack at the offense. So uh, I think that helped us, uh, made some plays, you know, scored some, you know, in the second period, a couple of quick goals, our power play uh, moved the puck pretty well. So it was a step in the right direction, Bobby. And hopefully, uh, you know, we're going to be playing against a better team. There's not going to be as much ice available tomorrow night. Um, uh, as we had, uh, you know, last night. So, uh, uh, but I hope guys have more confidence. When you talk about the power play, moving the puck around well, you know, that specific aspect of the game, how much are you hoping that that they can start to build on that? It's such an important part of today's game. And, and it looks like, maybe I'm wrong, but it looks like they're starting to find a little bit of a comfort level there in their confidence with passing the puck. Yeah, in the end zone, I think it, it for the last little while, I think we've been fairly consistent at it. The problems we've had, it was the entry. Uh, as far as entering the zone, I, I think Lars made a, uh, a really good move and adjustment on it and taken Patty out of being that, you know, that second wave of entry the, the, and putting Jack there. I thought Jack carried the puck pretty well. It gives Patty a chance not to be going up and down the ice all the time. He's a big man. And... Uh, I, I thought that helped us. I thought we entered much better. Um, face-offs are a thing that Jack needs to work at. Uh, at times, Nick has been taking a lot of those face-offs. You know, that gives you a chance to get going right away. So in zone, I think it's been fairly consistent. The entry was better last night. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because obviously that was noticeable with Jack and Nick coming up the ice on the rush. And what does that do with you for line A? Besides he can save some energy, once you get in the zone, does that give you a quicker option to him? Yeah, it does. And it's not just getting him set up onto a dot where he's one time in pucks, you know, where he's going to be. But we can try to score off the rush, too. I, I, I think the, the speed that Jack brought um, may back them off. And maybe there's a, just a little dump-off play to Patty. And maybe he can try to score on the rush. Uh, as, a, as a delay type guy as we enter the zone so a lot of things open up and it, it does really it does really help him that's a big body that have to keep on has to keep on going back for breakouts we want to try to save that energy and let him uh, work his stuff in the end zone where he's the most dangerous yeah that makes a, a ton of sense but you know I was really surprised at the end of the game though when I looked at the stats he only had one shot on goal yeah. his line mates had more and Cam had a goal uh, which came uh, shorthanded of course but um is that alarming to you that a guy with that shot only had one shot on net yeah the line itself as the game was going it, it, they were they were pretty inconsistent there uh, as far as five on five so i i think all three of them uh are involved in that um i thought patty did some good things on the wall as far as protecting pucks getting us out of our end zone He's playing on his offside so he can protect the puck a lot better and make, make, make plays to the weak side. 
thought he made some good plays, but I'd like to see the line have the puck more in the offensive zone. Cam on that line, you know, he shoots the puck from anywhere. You know that better than anybody. Yeah. Uh, are there times when you might wish that he would hold on to it a little bit more or maybe not take a shot that has the, the, uh, the chance to shut down the entire play, keep the flow going a little bit more with line a on that other side. Yeah. I, I think Ken is smart enough to know that. And uh, it's a discussion I know they've had uh, the thing with Cam, like on the power play teams are overplaying Patty so much. Cam has a lot of ice to play on over there. And uh, you know, we wanted to take some shots, but we, we also you know if Patty opens up too, Cam has the ability to make those plays through the seam and uh, not only five on four, but five on five too. Uh, the, the, the guy that the, I think the guy that's going to really make that line go and needs to understand that he has to distribute the puck sometimes is a center iceman, Jack. Jack likes to carry the puck, likes to keep the puck. Um, and try to beat people, which I like. I, I think he should take people one-on-one. But I think, I think that line is going to get better as Jack feels more comfortable in giving the puck up, jumping to holes, and maybe he takes other people with him to the holes. If they doesn't, you know, we can give it back to him. But I think that will open up Patty also. I, 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 I think the puck needs to be distributed more consistently as we're going through that neutral zone. And for anybody that thinks, well, these two guys got traded here from the same team. They must know each other very well. Uh, you know, it, they didn't play together really very much. And as you just said, Roslovic is is really learning that center position. You have a list of guys that are learning the center position. But uh, but you do feel he's making headway there. I do. I, I, I think it. I, I think he's going to learn the position. Uh, you know, he wants to play center. Um but there's a lot of things that come with it as far as down low play when we don't have the puck defensively. And a big part of that, especially when you have two wingers like that, that distributing the puck is going to be very important. And uh, so as we go through, uh, Brad Larson is going to show him some, uh, some tape on that as far as where there's some times we can give and go. And it's going to help him too. It's going to put him in a better scoring area instead of carrying it on the outside and just staying on the outside. We need to get the middle of the ice. I think sometimes when you don't have the puck and you have the people that can can get him the puck, it's going to help him more uh, getting the middle of the ice. You know, I was laughing to myself when Riley Nash scored a goal because, you know, you had just told me before that game that he was your best center the game before and that it, that couldn't happen. And you explained what that meant. It was not a knock on Riley. And then he comes right back out there and he scores in the very next game. I guess he wants to be one of your best players the way it looks right now. <laughs> Well, did you see that line on the power play at the end of the game, too? Oh, I sure uh, did. I loved that. Yeah. I loved what you did on the power play at the end of the game, by the way. Yeah, it, that line was a good line for us. I liked the line. I thought Bremer did some good things. Gets a little nervous sometimes, him and Tex with the puck as they go in that two-on-one. Uh, but I liked the line. I thought it was one of our more consistent lines throughout the night. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope. Remember, Nasher did this in Boston. When he was in Boston, he moved up and down that lineup. You know, he played a lot with uh, when there was injuries with, uh, with Bergeron and Marshawn at times. And so, uh, yeah, so I think he was giving us a little bit of an audition on the power play, too, at the end of the game. You know, he is such a he's a quiet guy. He's kind of a soft spoken guy. And he seems like he's a very low maintenance guy. Now, in the couple of years he's been here, there have been times that you have healthy scratched him. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you, you've set him out. You've left him out. Uh, what's what's your relationship with him been like? Is he really a quiet guy or is he a quiet, intense guy? 
he's a he's a really good pro, Bobby. And uh, we've had many conversations. He's a very smart guy. I've learned from him in conversations, just talking to him about certain things and what he sees and what he thinks other players see. Like he hears me behind the bench sometimes, and he's turned around to me a couple of times and, and he and he's kind of giving me his thought of what that player saw at that particular time. So very intelligent player uh, has, has really improved for us. Uh, and when we first got him, it, it took him some time to, uh, to get acclimated with us. I was a little concerned about the speed, uh, but he makes up for maybe a half a step of, of the speed with his intelligence of the game. Well, you know, uh, he did go to Cornell, so he should be a smart guy towards. Yeah. He's a book smart guy then. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to give Riley a little bit more credit. He's book smart and he's ice smart. I know a lot of guys and gals that are just book smart, right? <laughs> yes, it's true. Very true. <laughs> hey, you know, you know. Speaking about that, I, I was having a conversation the other day with Jean-Luc Grandpierre. We were talking about um, college players and, and how college players are in the NHL today because he was saying like when he first came into pro hockey and especially when he was in Rochester in the American hockey league. And by the way, he's still disappointed that he missed you by a year in Rochester, but, uh, but he, he said like when the college guys came in, you know, they, they kind of got ridiculed, made fun of, you didn't play junior. And, and I know when I first started in the East coast league and then in the American league, it was like that, but this game has totally changed today where, you know, sometimes you see some of these teams are going out and they're getting college guys and they're coming in at 23, 24, and they're ready to play. So there's much more credence for that today, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just the point you made at the end, it, it, they're a little bit older. Remember those years of 18, 19, 20, 21, unbelievable growing years, obviously, for these kids. And when you get a college guy out of there just a, a year or two older, it's a huge difference as far as maturity. So um, you know, you and I have had the conversation. I always worry about these real young kids coming in and, and stepping right into the National Hockey League like they're doing right now. It, it, I'm not so sure, uh, you know, for, for the, the real blue chippers, I get it. But even they struggle when, when they come to the National Hockey and it takes them some time. I'm not so sure if it isn't a good thing to let them go through the process through the minors, too. And um, yeah, so uh, the, the, those those growing years when you come out of college, I think you got a, a little bit of an advantage because you've just uh, you've matured more during that time and you step into the National Hockey League. Very well said by a guy that played college hockey at Maine. I didn't expect anything else from you. You book smart, book smart at University of Maine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of smart and a guy that went to college, by the way, uh, it looked like Zach Wierenski was. Um, a little bit of a riverboat gambler in the game against Detroit. I, I thought he looked more like himself. I thought he was very engaged. He was up on a lot of plays. He was back on a lot of plays. Um, and, and I might even put Seth Jones in there. Did that pair start to look more like uh, what you're used to seeing from them? There you go. What you just said at the end there, because it, I thought both of them played much better. Um, but I think they, they played really well together. I, I, that's a very important part for our team and for us to get some stability in our and just in our attack in our pace of our game is when they're working off of one another and that's what they did last night now bobby you know we've we got to be really careful we, we played a detroit team that was hurt a number of players a number of key players were out it's a team that is is rebuilding 
Uh, we're going to be facing other other teams that are, you know, quite simply better. And, and, and there's, the ice isn't going to be as open as it was last night. Uh, I'm glad we took advantage of it. And I'm not showing any disrespect to Detroit. Um, we, 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 I thought we played a better game, but we had a lot of ice to play on. We're still going to have to fight for our ice as we start playing these other teams and be sharper and, and, and anticipate even quicker. Uh, so, yeah, but, and that's a key for Z and Jonesy. They need to lead the way. They, they need to lead the way in the pace of our attack and, and how we uh, just look offensively. Yeah, I know what you're saying, and, and I agree with you, but and I don't want to get overhyped on this, but one thing I know from watching this team as you've coached it the last five years is that they can go from a game like that against a team that is in a rebuild stage and then face a really good team, and just because they feel good about themselves, yeah. then they then they can win the game. And, and I know you and I have talked about this for the last five years. I, I mean – why is that? Why can't you just look, just feel good all the time and beat whoever you're playing. Right. But, but they are a feel good team. So that's why I'm hoping that that carries over. And I'm sure you are too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they have a lot of our guys have, have played up uh, to competition and been more ready for that. And I, I, I just think the way it's gone this year, uh, I'm, I just, we took a step in the right direction. I just want to take steps here. I, I don't, I don't want to overanalyze one way or another. Uh, the, what you're talking about is the mental part of the game. And th that's something that we have to get straightened out here. And so uh, they should feel good about themselves. Everybody got involved last night. Thought they practiced well today, had some fun uh, playing a couple of games uh, in practice too. Hopefully they could just keep relaxed and, and uh, and allow themselves to play. That's the key thing. We need to allow ourselves to play. And, and sticking with that mental aspect of it, because so many of them in their years here have gone through these stretches where they've looked like they're out of it and all of a sudden they, they win a lot and they get themselves right back into it. Um, yeah, it's psychological, but at some point it just creates a, a belief, doesn't it? And I, I'm, I'm sure that there are three quarters of the players on your team that have been with you this entire time here that are going, yeah, we're in a bad spot, but we're not in a terrible spot. We can get out of this spot. They actually believe that. Yeah, and, and just through their experiences. Remember last year we were, I think we were 10 and 15 or 10 and 14 at a point in time. You know, a little bit different this year because of the, the, the shortage of games. Uh, but I'm just hoping they can rely on that and use that as a springboard for our, but not get into a total panic because uh, this isn't foreign to a lot of them, as you say. And uh, step by step. I just, I just want us to play good minutes and, and then I think results will take care of itself. You know, I know what you said after uh, the game, when you were asked about the fans and that, and I know you got a lot of things going on the bench, but I got to tell you from the minute I walked in that building yesterday, I took the same path to go upstairs that I've been taking the entire season. But this time when I turned the corner, after I came in from the parking garage, I saw people getting, food ready in one of the stands. I saw some ushers there getting ready to seat the people that were allowed in the building. And I'm telling you, we've been doing how many games here? That was the 24th game or whatever. And I, I finally felt like I was at a game and, yeah. and it wasn't even a full building. And, and it really appeared as though your players felt like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think everybody's excited about that tonight. I believe that we can even bump it up a little bit more our next game when we go back home. Uh, I'm not sure what the protocol is, but yeah, there, it, it, it's just more of a feeling 
And uh, I, I felt it during the after the anthem. Uh, you even heard some noise after an anthem instead of some sticks just clanking on the ice. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, I'm glad for our players because they want to play in front of them. I'm happy for the fans. You know, they, we, we've had such a great following and they've been so loyal through some up and down years here. And uh, I just want them to enjoy a hockey game. I want them to be with us. And I'm glad the ones that were there uh, last night and uh, found sorry that we found a way to win a game. Yeah, my my favorite part when it came to having the fans, when I realized it was real again, is when uh, Nick Felino, it would have been down to your left. He got tripped up on a play and there was no whistle. There was no penalty called and the referees got booed. That's when I yeah. knew that we were back to being closer to normal. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It adds <laughs> just adds a little bit more uh, uh, as far as I'm not sure if we're ever going to be normal again, but uh, step by step, I guess. All right. Uh, last thing I want to ask you, you've talked about the, the competition ramps up here uh, in Dallas with this team that went to the Stanley Cup final last year. You know, is this going to be um, is it quickness against teams like Dallas and Carolina? Is it your overall team quickness that you have to bring your A game in to be able to compete in these games? Yeah. And, it, and it's not it's not just the physical quickness. It's the mental quickness, too. It, it, it's it's just being alert. Uh, anticipating the next play when the puck comes to you, uh, anticipating where we do you need to skate with it? Do you need to move it? Do you need to bump it back? Whatever it may be. I think we've got to be sharper with our concentration. And, uh, um, and, and, and if we just get up to speed that way physically, and for me more mentally, I, I think things take care of itself. I don't know if we win the game. I, you, there's so many different things that can determine winning or losing a National Hockey League game. I just want us to play the right way. And, and then I, I think we have a fighting chance uh, to find a way to get some points. All right, Torch. Thank you very much. I appreciate it as always. Uh, best of luck in Dallas. Okay, Bobby. Thank you.